Hey guys, welcome to Conversations from the Secret Place with Yolanda. Conversations we have with God in our quiet time. Conversations about this journey of faith that we are on. Shared experiences are truly the best. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hope everybody is okay. So far, May has been a really, really rainy one, um, but I hope the weather picks up. I mean, last year, we were having picnics in the park. I, I really hope this weather kind of perks up a little bit, because right now, this is not it. <laughs> but welcome to episode 13 of Conversations in the Secret Place. It's so good to have you tuning in. Um, thank you so much for all the comments on episode 12 you guys made my day you made my week and a lot of the comments were on the part that I I wanted to leave out but I decided to leave it in there it's where I was struggling with uh, the whole fight or flight response I just I kept saying flee or flight I guess flee flight flee flight flight flee (laughs) and I just couldn't figure it out my brain was telling me that something doesn't quite sound right here but I couldn't figure it out. And so I had to search it whilst recording. And that's when I saw that, oh, mate, it's fight or flight. I really decided to leave that out because I always want you guys to see me in my most authentic form. I want you to experience the real thing. So, I mean, I could learn how to edit stuff out and crop bits and whatnot, but I want you to feel the process, you know, hear the process of how everything comes together, how all my ideas flow from one to another without breaking that flow. I understand that there is this need and there's this pressure to present ourselves all packaged up, boxed up with a ribbon and a bow. But it's like, if we are to share the message of Christ and we are wanting to pe- we are wanting people to really experience him, then we shouldn't always be too too concerned about you know making sure that everything comes out perfect word for word. And so as articulate as I may be, I still make mistakes. I still pronounce things wrong all the time. And I want you guys to see that so that you can be just as comfortable as well being yourselves because I'm comfortable being myself more and more actually nowadays. You know, before I used to worry about, you know, things like, will I have to tone it down a few notches in terms of my my personality? Like maybe the person I'm going to be with, they might find me too chatty. And then I realised, I was like, hang on a minute. Hang, Hang on a minute. They are going to love me just as I am. You know, I mean, there are habits that you would have to polish, certain things that you would, you know, kind of polish and some rough edges that you would smooth out. But my very essence, my very being, you know, I love I love those two those two um, phrases, very essence and very being. I love using them together as well. You know, so I say my my very essence and my very being, they would love because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And if God loves me, then what more for the man he has for me? And I think, you know what, one of the things that my future bae will really appreciate about me is my humour. I I know how to bounce between being serious and being unserious. And that's one skill I've really mastered. I can be an absolute joker 
in in the very same sentence and be very serious at the same time you know i'm just putting it out there in case <laughs> in case future bay is listening i'm jokingly serious you know that is a skill like we just bounce between the two like i'm always ready for a joke and i'm always always ready to be serious all at the same time but that is not what today is about <laughs> today uh episode 14 is called back to ba- the back to basics episode i've titled it as same old same old the truth is that sometimes we get to this point especially as believers where our relationship with god or our faith journey can start to feel like same old same old and there's no excitement anymore everything just seems very repetitive And so what do you do when you find yourself in that position where everything feels repetitive and very monotonous? What do you do? And so I had to come back to some basics myself. And, you know, I'm going to share all of that. So bank holiday, the first bank holiday in May, I'd gone home. And on my way back, I was listening to some old school R&B jams, you know, as you do (laughs) every now and again. (laughs) But then I decided, actually, you know what? I want to listen to some worship because, you know, the R&B was getting into, I was getting into my feelings, you know what I mean? I was in my feelings a little. So I was like, no, let's, let's reset the settings here. Let's, let's turn the dial a little. And so I just started listening to some worship and I started discovering some new artists and I came across a gentleman called forgive my pronunciation, is it Kaya Mathethwa, uh, spelling being K-H-A-Y-A-M-T-H-E-T-A-W-A, uh, South African gentleman. I started listening to his music and I was like, oh, I really like this guy. So I went and looked at his Instagram. And so I came across a video uh, that he, uh, just a small clip that he had recorded with, I think some of his singers and whatnot, or a group of a group of people and I'd, I'd actually watched the video I've seen the video before I think I've seen it maybe a year or two I saw it a year or two ago but at the time when I saw it I wasn't really paying attention to the video or what was actually being sung so I played the video and I was like oh these harmonies are great and I thought let me find the original song just so I can see you know whether they actually really nailed these harmonies or not they <laughs> And when I started listening to the original song, so the song they were singing uh, is called Ungo Fanelwe. Again, guys, I'm not South African. I, I'm a Zim girl, like with terrible pronunciation of anything South African. And so forgive me. Um, <laughs> so that's the name of the song, Ungo Fanelwe. And it's by a lady, wonderful lady uh, with an amazing voice. Her name is Schle. I think I've pronounced that one right, but that's H-E-L. And as I heard the song, I immediately connected with the song and I'll play it for you at the end. But I really connected with the song and I just thought, no, no, no. This is the kind of song where I need to be in my room and on my knees. This is my, this is, this is such a, a good soak and bask in worship type of song. And the meaning of the song essentially is that you're the worthy one that's it and I had when I got home you know I had the song playing all night and each time I played it it was like I was it was taking me deeper it was like a layer was being peeled off as to the meaning of the song and I was like yes thank you Lord it it was just it provoked me to just give thanks and to just worship and so I kept the song playing 
all night i just wanted to be in this mode of worship and i woke up in the middle of the night and the song was still playing you know i'd set it on repeat and when i woke up immediately i started praying again and the same happened throughout the day whilst i was working i was just listening to the song and i'd be just praying and praying and i was just like why is this song getting me like this like what what is it about this song that is so good and whilst I was wondering what was it about the song that was so good, I said to myself, you know, oh, on that note, I, you know, I haven't worshipped like that by myself in a while. And, you know, something, it felt like something had changed. And as I was saying that to myself, Holy Spirit said to me, that's what tends to happen when you've become so familiar with how you encounter and experience the presence of God. It takes a moment of going back to the basics for you to feel awakened again. And I was like, wow. I, I didn't look at it that way. But what was happening is that every time I heard the song and that declaration of God being the worthy one and there being none higher than him, the more I sang it over and over again and peeled back the layers, I was really like, wow, he really is worthy. And I started to have a new revelation of God's sovereignty and his holiness. As I sang those words, you know, there's no one higher I began to look at situations in my life that could have only been because of God. Situations where nobody else could have helped but him alone. And as I started to think back on those situations, it amplified what I was singing. And it was like I had a greater understanding or there was a greater greater depth to me singing that there's no one higher than him. And that's when it dawned on me that as believers, it's so easy to get into this routine where we know that in the morning you know you wake up you pray and during the day it's hey god just checking in my day's going fine you know got a little scripture here that i'm meditating on and then in the evening your bedtime routine is prayer worship read a little scripture bible study we get into this routine and so much so we stop watching out for revelation we've just fallen into the habit of this is what i do daily but we're not actually seeking for revelation. You know, and every now and again, we have to strip things back. We have to stop and go back to the basics and say, okay, this Bible study I'm doing, let's just take it back to the basics. This worship session that I'm doing, let's take it back to the basics. My morning devotion, what is it really all about? Take it back to the basics. Why am I doing this devotion? And for me, I had to go back to the basics of, why I worship and why I do my quiet time. I started looking at the importance of worship. Why do I worship in the first place? Because, you know, there are times where songs that used to get you no longer get you. It's just, meh, meh, I just like this song. So remember I asked earlier, is that what do you do when what you've been doing no longer works? It just feels meh. You go back to the basics and you ask yourself, why you ask yourself, why was I even doing that in the first place? Why do I worship? And I found some some, you know, really interesting. Well, not interesting, but for me, these were some very. I don't know what you would even call them, but these reasons took me back. These are my basic reasons anyway. This, to quite to put it quite simply to put it quite plainly these are my basics for why as to you know why I worship the first thing is that worship is about the heart I wrote on a post last week that worship begins in the heart 
that true worship is valuing or treasuring it's a true worship is a valuing or a treasuring of God above all things and for something to be of value or of treasure to you it has to have a place in your heart and so worship always starts with the heart posture I wrote that we read in Matthew 15 verse 8 to 9 where Jesus speaks and says these people humor me sorry these people honor me with their lips but their heart is far away from me in vain do they worship me See, heart posture is about intention. Why are you doing it? Are you doing it because you want to or because you feel you have to meet or satisfy the Christian checklist? And that's where I spoke about routine, that we get so caught up in this routine in checking off the boxes of have I done my Christian, my, my, my Christianly duties. But heart posture is about what's in your heart, your intention I want to do this. What is in your heart? Is gratitude in your heart? Are you filled with hatred and forgiveness? What are the constant themes of thought in your mind? And I said that right worship, good worship, or pleasing worship depends on a right heart posture and a mental grasp of who God really is. The second thing that I noted about why I worship is that worship is a choice. Worship isn't about how we feel. And I wrote on another post that, I imagine that this is why David had to command his soul to bless the Lord. We see in Psalm 103 verse 1 to 2, he says, Bless the Lord, O all my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Forget not his benefits. Meaning that there is a possibility that we may forget all the things he has done for us. So that says to me, you know, come what may, despite the present circumstances, despite whatever's going on in my life that may cause me to forget how good he is, I must command my soul to bless his name in the good times and in the bad. The third one was that worship is an instruction. And that's really interesting because although it's a choice, it is an instruction that we have been given. We see Jesus teaching in John 4 that the Father is seeking true worshippers and true worshippers are those that worship him in spirit and in truth. But this is one of the, 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 the fourth one is the greatest one that I loved about why I worship. Worship is about relationship and to truly worship him, you must know him. And here's the kicker. This is what I was reminded and a reason why we get stuck into this place of same old, same old. He said to me, remember Yolanda, you can only worship God to the point of your understanding and revelation of who he is. Meaning that if your understanding of who he is, if your revelation of who he is hasn't grown, you will forever be stuck on one level. And that's why we tend to feel as if it's become same old, same old, because your revelation and understanding of who he is hasn't grown. Whilst also looking, you know, at going back to the basics, I made a list of how to make your prayer time effective or quiet time, if you like. And I wrote down three things. I wrote down, have a routine, immerse yourself in song and read scripture. And on the last point of reading scripture, I said that the reason why a lot of people struggle to pray or struggle with what to pray for is because they don't read scripture. You know, scripture tells us what we should pray for and how we should pray. Not only that, but it also reveals the heart of the father and your prayer can only go as far as your knowledge of him. 
And as I was thinking on all these things, and as I began to peel back the layers and asking myself, why do I pray? What am I praying about? Why do I worship? What, 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 where's my relationship with God? Have I received a fresh re- revelation of who he is? Has my understanding of him grown? Has anything been added to that understanding? So my encouragement, you know, as you go into this new week is that whenever you find yourself in a place where things are feeling repetitive and it feels same old, same old, strip it back. Go back to the basics of why you worship. Go back to the basics of why you pray and seek for a new revelation, a fresh understanding as to why you do the things you do. And I promise you, it will recharge your faith. And I feel that because I had a fresh understanding and a fresh revelation of how holy God is and just how worthy he is, I could really connect with that song. And so I'll say that last part again in closing, just before I pray. We can only worship and pray to God only to the point of our understanding and revelation of who he is. And so if we're not constantly seeking for additional understanding or fresh revelation of who he is, then the level of our worship or the level of our prayer will never grow and we will be caught up in this constant cycle of same old same old nothing new nothing exciting because remember guys the mysteries of god are never ending so really it shouldn't be same old same old so if you find yourself in a place where it feels repetitive it feels monotonous it feels like same old same old remember that we can only worship and pray to god only to the point of our understanding and revelation of who he is and so heavenly father i thank you for the opportunity to be able to share the things you have revealed to me with others who are listening thank you father that your mysteries are never ending and so father i pray that we may be reminded of that whenever we find ourselves feeling as though our relationship with you is same old same old or becoming repetitive i pray that in those moments lord we would be able to go back to the basics and go back to our first love Father, I pray that each day we would wake up with a fresh desire to understand you more, to receive a fresh revelation of who you are. Lord, I thank you. I pray that we do not rest in the old revelations or the old understandings, but that, Father, again, we would just search for you daily. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Oh, i
Since how?